the blast from our past network. We've arrived at the Friday Five podcast. the first halloween episode halloween baby <laughs> i don't know sorry really messed that up anyway i'm here with brent as oh, normal my. and uh, we have a special guest today we do we do we do ah, i just thought he, <laughs> saw. Oh, he just showed up uh we have with us chris jenners hey Hey, there he is. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. He's a cool guy. Uh, we're going to get to him in just a minute with some uh, some really deep, thoughtful <laughs> there, questions. There's Chris. Eh. Yeah, yeah, all right. He's gone. Shut up. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is the start of our Fright Fest. Uh, it's a string of episodes we're going to have uh, with Halloween themes. Six Flags has that copyrighted, but don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> Listen, they know that we're bigger than they are. Yeah. So, who uh, goes to Six Flags? I don't. Yeah. Not on either. Not willingly. Unless they open in the winter time, I'm never. <laughs> First day of the Friday Five Fright Fest. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, man. We got some good episodes planned, and we have a some giveaways. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna get some little prize packs put. Yeah, together. prize packs, meaning there's more than one thing. Yes. Yeah, a couple things in there that I would like to keep, but I'm not going to. Well, that's 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 very noble of you. It's I good stuff. Appreciate that. Good stuff. Um, so, how, how do you win? Well, how do you win? And that's that's what I'm gonna. You're going to ask me? going to ask you. How do you okay. win? The rules are going to change. Uh, <laughs> We're going to move the goalposts like five times. Constantly. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there, there's going to be different ways to win. Just be on the lookout on our Instagram, Facebook, and on the podcast. We might announce something on the, only on the podcast, and yeah. you have to listen to know how to win. But we're going to give away a prize right now. Right now. And the all you have to do is just be on our Instagram friends list. There you go. So we're going to pick at random. I typed all of the Instagram users into a random a randomizer. Ran- a randomizer, okay. Yeah, I just did that. Uh, I was hoping we'd do like the bingo ball thing, <laughs> but we didn't have one of those. It's in, so. the, it's in that. Okay. <laughs> and, and the, the very first winner of the Friday Five Fright Fest 2019 contest is... Jeez. The Wrong Horror Podcast. The Wrong Horror Podcast. Hey, congratulations. That's fitting. Yeah. So I'm going to need your address. We're going to need your address. Home also address. some credit card numbers. Social security numbers. Yes. Yeah. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll sign something for you. No, we, we have a pretty cool little uh, pack that we'll send out to you as the first winner. And yeah. we'll have three more, so be on the lookout. Yeah, we're going to do a winner for each uh, one of our the Fright Fest uh, podcasts. So listen up for that. Very cool. All right, so let's get to... Uh, let's, let's talk about Chris again. Let's get to Chris again. We're always talking this. about Chris. Let's talk about him. Uh, Chris Jenner's is a uh, friend of mine from work who is a fan of the podcast. He may you may consider him one of the first fans. I fan like boys. to dub myself as fanboy. You're That's a fanboy. I am. I am this fan must boy. be very special. For him. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> words aren't allowed to be said that describe my excitement. Okay. Right now. Well yeah, we keeping it PG, I like it. I like the now I like you do the... have an awesome uh, sleeve tat going here and I noticed that you added a Friday five. Yep, Friday yeah. five right under the mermaid. Wow, he just pulled up his sleeve and now I just want to talk about this tattoo because this is awesome. Isn't that cool? This dude has a mermaid on his arm. Yep. That's Mm-mm. legit, and those are some big shells. Yep, my <laughs> wife does not like that. 
Oh, well, you know. It's a mermaid. Just, what are you going to do? Just replace her face with mine, and then you're okay. That's legit. That's cool. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. Um, but what we're going to do, just to get to the people to know you better, we're going to ask you ten very, very deep questions. And it's just a rapid-fire thing. Just I don't know myself very well, okay. so just keep it PG, I may fail. Okay. So um, do you want to do your – because you did five, I did five. You're the you're the first five. So. I do five, then just jump in with yours. Okay. Um, just answer. First thing comes to your mind, and if there's anything that sounds insane, we'll go back and talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But none of these that are works. these we'll are very basic. Some of those. But yeah. all right, let's start the segment that we don't have a name for. But I bet I have some music that I'll insert. It's the, the crazy first. question segment. No, it's not. All right, all right let's go. All right, Chris, what is your favorite movie? Ooh, my favorite movie of all time. Yes. It's a tie. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call you out early. I've been waiting to do this for weeks. Uh-oh. Is The Sandlot. I, uh, I have yeah. it on my shelf. I In another baseball movie, Field of Dreams. Field mm. of Dreams. They're fantastic. Both yes. fantastic films. Yeah. Uh, favorite actress. Favorite actress. Yes. Whoo, man. Yeah, your wife might be listening. Uh, I'll have to go... Well, my wife's favorite is Reese Witherspoon, and I can get on that because okay, I'll watch her and whatever. Yeah, sure. But uh, I'm a big fan of Nicole Kidman. Hey, I've okay. always uh, like always Nicole. had a thing for Nicole, and she's fantastic. Even though she's like six foot one. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Eyes wide shut. Favorite band. Favorite band. Hmm. It's kind of crazy. Like I've dove like so far deep into the podcast world. I don't really listen to uh, much music anymore, but. Man, I like that old, you know, like Taking Back Sunday, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Red Jumpsuit, that, okay. that kind of time period and genre, like emo punk, emo punk, yeah. okay, right, right, right after the Puka Shell era. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Most important question on this. Oh, this, this, uh, this Pepsi or Coke? Oh, I am. I don't drink soda much, but if I do, I'm going Coke. That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> uh, dogs or cats? Dogs all day. Cats are pointless. Yeah, cats suck. Cats all right, go ahead, Eric. Okay, uh, your first car. My first car was a 93 mm. Chrysler Plymouth Voyager minivan. Nice. With a sweet roof rack. And I wrestled in high school. Mm-hmm. So we took out the nice uh, double wrestlers. And yeah, you get, I, I, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> so I took out the back seats and we got a new wrestling mat. So me and my buddies cut out like a portion of our old wrestling mat and put that in the back of my van. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, people question that people, a lot. <laughs> it's a little, uh, don't get in that van, kids. Um, favorite toy as a kid? The, my favorite toy, man, I had, and going back to your guys' uh, Christmas episode, like your favorite Christmas gift, mm-hmm. and like that, that was awesome. It was like one of my favorite one you guys have done. But uh, I got a remote control car. Yeah, that it was just a plain old mm-hmm. RC remote control car. It was it was like a speed one, but it had mud tires on it, which was kind of yeah, awkward because yeah. they just tried to make everything <laughs> into everything. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I would get so excited, like I'd see how far I can go with that thing. I'd put tin foil on the antennas, <laughs> get it to extend, yeah, extend longer, and uh, but that would. You know, growing up, that one or or my Game Boy. Yeah, those are awesome. Man, nice, That's classic. Uh, favorite game show? Game show? Yeah, oh, man. And again, this can go back to when you're a kid, or you know, favorite game show. Oh well, if we're going, 
because I don't. I've never really been into game shows as an adult, but as a kid, I love me some Double Dare. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Double Dare. Get all those flags. I just saw something about uh, what's his name, Summers. Ni- Mark Ni- Summers. Mark Summers. Mm-hmm. Him and Burt Reynolds got into this big fight on, on the, the Tonight Show. On the Tonight Show. Really? Yeah. yeah they you need to check it out. Pies in their face, like it. And it really it was, hard. It was. It started. It ended okay, but yeah. it started out super serious. Like, <laughs> it was getting. It was, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah it was oh, awesome. I need to watch that. Awesome. Uh, what was the first CD or cassette that you bought yourself? That I bought myself? Yeah, that you got for yourself. TLC Waterfalls, baby. Yay! Yeah. Shoot. Oh, my god. Don't goodness. go chasing them. Man. Don't it was go on a cassette. It was on a cassette. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed anymore about myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was huge. Or it could, I think it was that or uh, Seal. Kiss oh, from nice. a Rose. Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. Well, I had the Batman, Batman Forever, Forever uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack, so that that was on there. Uh, last question: Favorite professional wrestler? Man, I gotta go with uh, Rey Mysterio. Rey oh, Mysterio, nice. Is it because I six one nine? <laughs> <laughs> Rey Mysterio or Yokozuna? Man, I mm-hmm. I loved watching them. I would love to see Rey Mysterio fight Yokozuna. He no. would just <laughs> crawl around, <laughs> just crawl all around. Him. So you were a wrestler? That's cool. I, I was a wrestler in high school. Yeah. It was uh, one eighty nine, uh, two fifteen. So believe it or not. My big butt, I was, uh, so I played football too. So I wrestled uh, for half the year and played football every half the year. When I played football, I was up to 190. When I wrestled, it got down to 145. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, but yeah. it, I mean, it was to my advantage because not too many people at 145 were stronger than I was. Yeah. And every once in a while, I went up against them and I was screwed because I was not the most talented guy. But uh, well, see, I would screw up. Like I would be like point five over, mm-hmm. and oh, I would so have, to have to bump, bump up to two fifteen, and it, I would man. be up against these dudes that were just all muscle, <sighs> like all yeah. two fifteen, all muscle. Ooh. Yeah, those yeah, that one eighty nine two fifteen weight class was intense. That yeah. that was those were men. Those nice. are men at that point. Let's, but let's beat the crap out of Eric. Let's do it. Yeah. Listen, I'm willing to do that for some listens. <laughs> Come on, guys. People have to see it though. Uh, that's true. That's so true. let's see. What else? They can see the aftermath. <laughs> well, man, let's let's uh let's kick off the main topic. We're gonna talk about our personal favorite scary movie moments. Yes. Um y'all are gonna learn something about me is I don't like horror movies. Not a good way to start this yeah. off. I don't <laughs> we don't I'll, like Eric, <laughs> we don't like you. yeah, um, and the reason is I'm super, I'm super jumpy, man. I don't like, I, I don't like jump scares. Yeah. So, the movies that I mentioned, I've only seen once. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because mm. I'm, I, ain't, I don't have the stones to see them again. Yeah. So anyway, how many times have you seen that uh, Downton Abbey movie? Uh, actually, it's coming out today. There's Downtown Abbey. I don't know why so I haven't up. seen it yet. Did yeah. you already go on that uh, Downton Abbey Abbey dinner? Did you hear thing? about this? You weren't the guy. Were you the guy? No, no. I wasn't the guy. But she I know gone. it's not just uh, him from work that wants to go to this thing. Yeah, see, so, it's not just me. There's a bunch I'm of nerds the out there. Crossface chicken wing this morning. <laughs> 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 Crossface. Oh no, don't no, please. Hour uh, half. Man. <laughs> What was the one where you hooked the arms and then you walked around and the guy got on his back and you pinned him? I don't remember the nope. name of that one. That was a well. We just called the double chicken wing. Might might have been the. I don't remember. Yeah, the guillotine. The guillotine. That might yeah. have been. Oh. Yeah, mm. the old guillotine. The old guillotine. Yeah, line tamer. I, don't know. <laughs> I did the line tamer with my friend Vincent one time. Oh, you did. He back. was, I, he was crying. I thought I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our favorite scary movie moments. Moments. I'm I'm a. Scale one to ten, ten being hardcore, crazy horror fan. I'm I'm like a seven. I'm not like weird about it necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like the really 
Well, I, I say I don't like the really crazy stuff, but I did see Suspiria. Have you ever seen Suspiria? No, but I, it did come across in my searches. Originally. Yeah, well, there's an original one from the 70s, and then mm-hmm. there's a new one. The new one is, you know. No, that's a, how most of the new hold, ones are. Hold a Bible while you watch it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shield yourself. But yeah, we picked out three each, <clears throat> and we're going to talk about them. And yeah, I think it'll be fun. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you want to lead it off? Yeah, I'll lead it off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I was looking at my conspiracy theory notes, but <laughs> uh, moon landing. <laughs> anyway, what? I don't know. <laughs> First movie I'm going to talk about is well, the movie is Blair Witch Project, mm. uh, 1999, and the scene I'm going to eventually talk about here is the standing in the corner scene. Have you seen the Blair Witch Project, Eric? Okay, have you seen the Blair? Yeah, I've seen the Blair. How do you not seen it? I don't know. I see that a lot. He hasn't seen Terminator. I've not. I still haven't seen uh, the original Terminator. No, I just I just explained. I don't like. <laughs> but that was like such a phenomenon. Like that's one of those yeah. things. Like you have to have watched it once, just because everybody else has watched it. No, I haven't seen it. Well, yeah. and the cool thing about it too, it was like one of the first like viral marketing. Like they yeah, used the I internet. I mean, like you know, it was the marketing was fantastic. Because here's the thing, I included thought it, thought was, it was real. real. Yeah, I was yeah. like. I don't know. Did I they mean, survive? Yeah, was a I was like, because they they presented it as found footage. Mm-hmm. They're going to show it. They got permission to show it in the theater. I mean, there's no opening credits. There's nothing. Did it? Did we know each other when they were hyping this thing? No, this was in '99. Oh, okay, okay, Never yeah, mind. okay, yeah. Mm. But it's about. I mean, just to do a little recap, it's about three film students that vanish after traveling into the Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend. And people find their footage. That's all that's yeah. left behind. And that's what we're watching. Um, the Blair Witch would possess others to lure children into a basement. And whoever was under the influence of the witch would stand one of the children in the corner facing away while they killed the other. Mm. That was basically part of the legend. You can tell the kids this tonight? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch it. <laughs> We're going to watch uh, the characters, Heather, Joshua, and uh, Michael. They they were the three that actually went out to the woods. Um, it's supposed to be like a low-budget independent film that they're mm-hmm. going to create, and it's about the legend of the witch. Uh, we're doing a documentary yeah. about the Blair Witch. Oh, Oh, have you heard of the Blair Witch? Oh, yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard stories about her from people and neighbors and stuff like that. But... Finally, one day, old Mr. Parr come down into the market and said, I'm finally finished. And what did he mean by that? Well, I guess nobody knew at first, but the police uh, finally went up on the mountain, and uh, they searched his house, and they found the bodies of seven kids from the area. What he did is he took uh, the kids down in the basement by twos, and he made one face into the corner. Really? And then he would kill the other one. And then when he was done with that, he'd grab the one out of the corner and kill that one, too. After a couple pretty messed up days, Joshua goes missing. There's a scene in the movie that almost made my list. It's where they're in a tent, and they hear some voices, and then the tent starts shaking violently. And they, Yeah, it, it messed me up as a kid, man. Uh. Um I'm already scared. I'm not even watching the movie. I don't like it. <laughs> they hear like Josh's screams like in the woods mm-hmm. and they don't find him. The next morning they find teeth. <laughs> they find a bag of teeth. <laughs> teeth. Oh, man. <laughs> Eric's already getting scared. I'm crying already. Uh, man. 
<laughs> they come across a house. Um, the guy, it was the house of a guy named Rustin Parr. He was one of the main guys that lured the children, or was possessed by the Blair Witch and would kill the kids. Um, in his basement, they followed the screams into the basement. This is toward the end of the movie, right? Yeah, this yeah. is at the end of the film. And they see Josh, who was missing, mm-hmm. um, standing in the corner. That's oh. creepy. Oh. Because remember, that's how yeah. the guy back in the Ew. 1800s. Yeah. <clears throat> He's standing in the corner. Uh, Heather, who's holding the camera, it just goes down. Something attacks her. And that's how the movie ends. When I say that I could not even stand up off of get up off of my bed to turn the light back on when I watch out at home. I'm not exaggerating. Fear paralysis, man. That's a yeah, thing. Yeah. Completely frozen. Oh. I mean, and it was so... I loved it so much because earlier in the film, they just vaguely mentioned this. They vaguely mm-hmm. mentioned this is how they used to kill the kids. Lure them in. They would say there was a kid and they would stand one in the corner facing way. And they say it really quick early in the film, like at the very hmm. beginning. I didn't pick that up. But then you... Then you see it at the end, you're like, it takes you a second, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm getting like goosebumps, like thinking it about it. It's so, circle, yeah. yeah, it's oh. so incredibly creepy. When the, in the video, the way it's shot makes it even better because it's not like movie, you know, premium quality video equipment. It's, it's like somebody took their 1999 video recorder, yeah. mm-hmm. put it on night mode, and they <laughs> showed, and it was this dark figure that you can't quite, you can make out who it is, but mm-hmm. not. You know, it was awesome. That's that's. There was like a bunch of um, different endings that they didn't use. Like, I mean, it was basically going to be Josh every time dead. There's one with like him hanging. There was one with like him crucified to a stick thing. They (laughs) I feel like they picked the right one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it was it was going to be even darker. But uh, one of my favorite horror movies. It was it was kind of the first of the found footage. Mm-hmm. films i believe i don't know if there was one before that yeah i think that that is the that, one that, that kicked started. it off yeah. yeah yeah really low budget made for like 30 40 thousand dollars i think it ended wow. up making like 100 mil or something That's i mean awesome. it was insane but yeah standing in the corner mm. don't like it. go to the corner <laughs> a lot of a lot of us got our head in the corner yeah um She's afraid of the ring all right well uh let's do uh chris you do you want to go next with your first pick Sure. Uh, so what we were talking about a little earlier, it's like when I was thinking about this list, I came up with like specific scenes in mind, but they weren't necessarily from my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. My favorite horror mo- movies are more like the Rob Zombie, the gritty, oh, yeah. dirty, real, real, like, real. but they're not more, corpses. it's not as much jumpy as it is just like mortifying. Disturbing. Yeah, disturbing. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of what I like, but... Uh, my first movie is Misery mm. with Kathy Bates and James Can mm. or Con Can Con 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 maybe yeah. Uh, there's a scene in this. So backstory for the for the movie: James Con is uh, playing a character called Paul Sheldon, who is a best-selling author, mm-hmm. and he writes this like one novel that's you know it's got a big fan following or whatever and he's driving around after he just finished it, finished his last novel mm-hmm. uh going to like a vacation home up in the mountains and it's snowing it's nasty and he wrecks his car right. well somebody comes and saves him lucky for him or unlucky for him <laughs> yeah. it's Kathy Bates <laughs> who is his freaky number one fan nurse uh yeah. that's been fired you know you find out she's been fired from being a nurse for like 
being just cruel and horrible yeah. and suspicion of killing people. She did such a good job. In that oh, movie. she's yeah, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I may change like my earlier answer to Kathy Bates, like <laughs> yeah. about famous so her favorite great. actress. She's so good. And but there there's one specific scene where you're like you think that Paul Sheldon's going to get away because mm-hmm. she's got him locked up for days and days on end. Yeah. You think he's going to get away, yeah. and she catches him. And when mm-hmm. she catches him, she brings him back, and to ensure that he doesn't get out again, oh. she lays him down the bed. He's tied up to the bed. She puts like a two by four or something between his legs, his ankles, yeah. and takes a sledgehammer and cracks his feet. And so it's like. You know, extreme pigeon toad. Yeah, and that—I mean—that's one of the most. Ugh, and they cringe. show like like however they did it. Yeah, like, with their uh, uh, makeup and props and stuff. Just it looks horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. See the foot just, uh, just uh, missed. Yeah, you've been out of your room. No, I haven't. Paul, my little ceramic penguin in the study always faces due south. I realize you just need more time. Eventually, you'll come to accept the idea of being here. Paul, do you know about the early days at the Kimberly Diamond Mines? Do you know what they did to the native workers who stole diamonds? Don't worry, they didn't kill them. That would be like junking a Mercedes just because it had a broken spring. No, if they caught them, they had to make sure they could go on working. But they also had to make sure they could never run away. The operation was called hobbling. What do you think I'm not doing it? Please don't do it. I need for God's sake. Shh, darling. Trust me. God's sake. It's for the best. Hey, please! Ah! And wasn't he hurt? He was hurt before, though, right? Like, he was injured. He was hurt like, from the accident. Yeah, yeah, from the accident. Mm, but yeah. to make sure he cannot walk or run away. Right. <laughs> She's yeah. got to hobble him. She, she hobbled him. Yeah. I love how she figures out that he's been out, though. Do you remember? The penguin, the right? The penguin. Yeah. yeah. She's the, like, it, it's, she has a ceramic penguin about that big. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. he bumps into it while he's trying to, like, get help. Mm-hmm. And... She always has it uh, facing south, mm-hmm. but it's not facing south anymore. So she knows that somebody's been out. Yeah, that's oh but yeah. The hobbling in misery—that's yeah. my first pick. That was ugh, it's, that's one of the best best actress. Yeah, yeah, Oscar that's right. Too. That's right. She uh, no, I love I love pretty much all the stuff she does. She, she hmm? I would just say the original ending for the book. Have you ever heard of this? Like what they were going to do for no. the book? Oh, no. Okay, so the original ending would have been uh, James Conn's character. Would you say Paul? Paul Sheldon, yeah. Paul. Um, she was going to kill him. She was going to feed him to her pig named Misery. <laughs> oh, man. No, it gets way worse. And then she was going to use his skin to bind the book oh, that he had typed out. Wow. That's a little rough. <laughs> that's, that's good. I kind of wish they would have made that one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, it makes that's it a different even... kind of horror, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a whole... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Ed Gein kind of. I remember... Um, King ended up stating that the film was like about um, his substance abuse, mm. which she kind of represented, mm-hmm. you know, the trapping him, yeah, and, you yeah. know, and stuff Never like that. Never letting him but, go. Yeah, when, when you think and you're out of it, get out and yeah. Get, yeah, that's that's yeah. a really good movie. That's a good fantastic. Movie. I, I, it's yeah. one of my favorite like horror. It's, films. it's one of those, and, and it's just me with horror movies. It's one that I've seen, and I'm just like, I, I don't know if I could watch it again. But it's such a good movie. It's just, I'm, ugh, it's but what, what's cool about that kind of horror? It's like it's almost believable. Yeah, you know, like I do enjoy like the Freddy Krueger, you yeah. know, the Nightmare on Elm Street kind of things, mm-hmm. the uh, Friday Thirteenth. But 
those aren't believable. This is like, believable. this could happen. Like, like there's a crazy like, fanboy hey, out there. Hey, yeah. gonna hobble it. Uh, <laughs> Don't get in a wreck near my house. Stay out of no boat. <laughs> oh crap! Oh no! Oh, I'm up in North Bozier. He could hobble me just by shaving my beard. I'll never go out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Gosh, dog. Yeah, that's a great man. Great pick. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with my first one. Is the ring. And I actually saw this in theaters. I've the never... Lord of the Rings? That's not a horror movie, Eric. <clears throat> the Ring. Mm. Oh, okay. He's the Ring. Seen... He doesn't like Lord of the Rings. No, I didn't say I didn't like I didn't it. Know. I said I don't get it. Yeah, well, I don't get you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So The Ring uh, came out in 2002. You don't get it. I mean, okay, never mind. I'll Shut up. The ring. <laughs> oh, man. Who says 2002? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the kind of person that doesn't like Lord of the Rings. Sounds like it's in the future. You hate magic. You hate great soundtracks, and you love you hate friendship. Apparently, twenty like Lord of the Rings. Twenty out two. That's a gun. You love you love evil. (laughs) I love evil. Apparently, I don't like I don't like good Saruman sob. I have no idea what you just said. Google that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so 2002, The Ring, uh, directed by a guy named Gore Verbinski. I've never heard of this person. Oh, yes. But great mm-hmm. name for a horror film director, Gore. Wait, uh, his first name is Gore? His first name is Gore. How do you G-O-R-E. spell it? G-O-R-E. That has to be made up. Unless it's like Gore or something. Yeah, like we're going to say Gore. Uh, and it stars Naomi Watts and some other people I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Watts is the main character. She's a journalist who investigates a cursed videotape that... Uh, supposedly kills the viewer within seven days after watching it. Mm. So what happens is, you know, they get the videotape and it's a blank tape or whatever and it's, you know, you put it in it's a VHS tape, by the way um, and then they it's it shows like this just this black and white It's a laser disc It's a <laughs> <laughs> That's a laser technology yeah. Betamax um, so they, they put it in, they watch it, it's just like this still shot, like black and white of a well, like in a wooded area, and then eventually like the the girl comes out of the well looking all weird, and then at the end of the video, some, you get a phone call that says seven days or whatever. Yeah. You're like, you're going you're gonna to die. So that's she's investigating this whole thing because people have died mysteriously and she's trying to find out. So she has a boyfriend played by some guy and they go around to this uh, they end up at this hotel and they find the a a blank video. Yeah. They watch it and they get the call or whatever. Well, the part that's the scary moment to me was when the the boyfriend was watching it. It not it's now it goes from just watching it on the TV then the girl comes out of the TV. I'm getting goosebumps. Thing, she comes out of the TV crawling all weird, and then like does this like really quick thing up to his face. Yeah, and then he it's ends the up jump too. factor. Yeah, that's, oh yeah. man! And I was in the theater, and it was a, there was a lot of people in the theater because it was it just come out and and it was kind of a big there was a big marketing around it and it was sort of hyped and that whole theater. Just it like a bomb went off. I think that was the first time in the movie that you saw its face. Yes, because uh, it always had that long, the long wet hair that yeah. was dripping down in front. Like, what is it? Thing? No, it. It or it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, from uh, the Adams family or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah cousin yeah. it, cousin, cousin it. it. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and so yeah, that's all you see, and then but then it it the game changes when she comes crawling out of the TV, and now it's oh, and then she right oh my gosh, it was I love it when she's out of the TV too because she still has the like the television uh, static yeah, color. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like she's literally part that of was the pretty screen. Cool. I thought that was always and really yeah, neat. It, yeah, it kind of she's like I'm still a TV character, but now I'm 3D. I'm in your face, and um, yeah, he ends up dying. It's uh, it's a it's again. It's one of those movies I saw once. I was like, "All right, that's good enough for me." Do you remember her it. name? No, I don't. Samara. Samara. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was based on a Japanese film named mm-hmm. uh, Ringu from 1998. And um, one thing I remember about it is I remember the when the DVD came out, mm-hmm. massive. I remember yeah. Blockbuster was like sold yeah. out of them. Like, oh yeah, you couldn't they, get them. You couldn't get it. Oh, I, I think it sold like. <laughs> Man, don't get me started on that. <laughs> three and a half hours. Yeah, um, but I remember they put the cursed video on the DVD, like it's an extra, so you could watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And at the end of it, like there was a pause and like a phone sound effect would start <laughs> ringing. So it would, it would just completely that's mess genius, you up. man. That's so good, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's a great, great horror movie. And mm-hmm. I think since you picked it, yeah, you should give us the ring face. Do you know the face they I make? I remember the... What do you mean? The, oh, like the... the, the uh, <laughs> that, uh, that, like, stretched out. Weird. Yeah, it was like their face... Like the, I don't know. Their eyes were blacked out and stuff, and their petrified was, yeah. wood <laughs> face. Like, jaws on to the side. Looks like freaking haps. I thought we used, to, we used to reference that a lot. She has the ring. I, yeah, we did. She, yeah, has, she the has the ring, ring face. face. Oh, we she, did. I'm talking that. about the cute girls. <laughs> Oh face. man! So yeah, there you go. The ring. Yeah, it's good stuff. You yeah, need, you need to watch more movies with the, sure a ring. What you got now? We're gonna talk about the movie Signs from two thousand two. Yes, oh, another twenty ought two movie. <laughs> so you, I, you you've seen Signs? Oh, I'm I, you have, have you have you seen it? What, Eric? It's oh. it's more sci-fi. It's like sci-fi horror. Are you yeah. available every other Friday? Yeah. <laughs> we can do this. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> out. You you have seen Alien? Right? Yes. I okay. Have seen I was just making yeah. sure. Come on, man. He, no, no, no. I'm not He's a barbarian. Seen aliens. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. You I are a barbarian. No, I've seen Alien. I haven't seen. Wait, which one have I seen? Which one have you seen? Apparently, you need to rewatch <laughs> them both. And <laughs> Gordon Weaver. That's she's in like. She dies in three. Or so when in doubt, Sigourney so Weaver out. There yeah, you go. <laughs> this is fantastic. I love this thing. <laughs> well, you understand my frustration That's now. right, ganging up. Well, I got my frustrations with you too, friend. Yes. <laughs> What's it about? We talk uh, The Sandlot. I mean, how have you never seen The Sandlot? I don't know. I'm sure it's I mean, this is not go with our theme at all. No, no, no. I'm not watching it. I have it. I can't. Look, I... I have it up there. I just you haven't do. watched it. <sighs> yeah. we'll, have to, we'll have to make a pact. You watch that, I'll watch whatever you say to watch. You won't watch and it. And invite me to both of the And then I won't watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Signed. Anyway, 2002, Mel Gibson, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. The scene that I'm talking about in particular is the birthday party scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. This, you want to talk about people reacting in a theater. Yeah. Mainly me. <laughs> S- <laughs> probably screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. But basically, it's a movie about, I mean, it's an alien invasion movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like the synopsis, after strange activities plagued the world, a family must stick together to survive an alien invasion. Joaquin Phoenix played uh, Meryl. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, the the scene is Meryl, Joaquin Phoenix. He's watching the news. The anchor comes on. 
and says, you know, what she starts it off so great. What you're about to see might disturb you. Mm. For some reason, that line, that sentence used with anything kind of just immediately gets me like, that's like the one nowadays, the one appropriate time you can use triggered because it does trigger you. It does. In, in a it, way of like, oh, I'm about, I'm about to be scared. About to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's even better. Like when you say that and like, you know, the footage starts on the newscast in the movie and it's not obvious what you're about to see. It's a kid's birthday party. But the kids are freaking out about something. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's inside. You could tell the party had been outside. But now they're inside. The kids are screaming. They're going window to window to see what, you know, we're trying to figure out what they're trying to see. Mm-hmm. So they go out to one window, and you're looking out there, and just they're looking down like a little alleyway or something. I don't, I don't remember what it is. And then you just see an alien wall by the startling footage we're about to show you was photographed by a 42-year-old, Romero Valadares. This video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of Paso Fundo, Brazil. It was sent to the local news bureau there and sent to us via satellite just a few minutes ago. All initial opinions are this is genuine. What you're about to see may disturb you. <laughs> Just, just, mm-hmm. like just two, flash. two steps, yeah. just boom, and like the the music like accompanies it like oh, really wow. well. It's so incredibly creepy. It's such a um, it's such a simple scene. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's literally just an alien walk by. Yeah, and the aliens heart. It's not like the aliens walking by to attack somebody. It's, it's just, just shoot, just going yeah. by. But doesn't. Don't the aliens have like crazy like backwards legs? Like their their knees look like they've been pushed the back backwards. Yeah. Well, I always use this in like sports injuries. I'm like, oh, his leg looks like the signs alien. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like that's when you know you've gotten a bad injury. Oh like, yeah. Wait. So now that I'm thinking about. It, I may have seen this part of this on TV. Is it like a? Do they have like a farmhouse? Yeah. Type? Yeah. And the, okay, I, I I've seen part of this on TV. Not. Um, and there was something on the roof. Was that? Did yes. That happen mm-hmm. Well, they're they're on. Yeah, you hear something on the okay. roof. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think they're, I think Walking Phoenix's character goes up on the roof or something or something. I don't okay. remember. Yeah. But the, just the music and Meryl's reaction, mm-hmm. accompanied with what you saw, it's just like I don't know. I just remember the entire theater just completely flipping out <laughs> during that scene because that was the biggest, probably the biggest jump scare in the movie. I mean, the entire theater, yeah. and I mean, no one was expecting to actually see head to toe. Alien yeah. wall by. I mean, you didn't really know what you were going to see. But yeah, I, I just love it. It's one of my favorite scenes. I mean, and it, like I said, he just walks by. It's not like he looks at the camera and like, eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd have loved it if you did that. <laughs> but, but he's just walking by like, hey, guys. Yeah, walk over here. Sorry, I ruined the party. party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, yeah, it's a good one. Good. All right. What I guess it's, it's my turn for yep. uh, my pick. 1996 classic scream yep and that the scene specifically you don't have to wait long it is the very first scene right when drew barrymore is at home alone mm-hmm. and she gets a phone call and it's some guy that just you know you know wants to talk you know actually he wants to talk he's got the wrong number but hey talk to me he's kind of flirting with her but it like starts to turn and eventually he like she she asks him some question like uh why do you you know why do you want to know this and he mm-hmm. answers with, 
uh, so I know who I'm looking at or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was like, it it's just like, set the tone of like, all right, I thought this was going to be a cheesy kind of horror flick. Mm-hmm. And it kind of has its cheesy kind of moments that yeah. kind of play off of, uh, you know, the ridiculousness of horror genre in general that everybody loves. But it was legit that scene and then following with her death and the death of her boyfriend was it was fantastic why you want to ask me out on a date maybe do you have a boyfriend Mm, no you never told me your name why do you want to know my name i want to know who i'm looking at what did you say i want to know who i'm talking to that's not what you said what do you think i said What? Hello? Look, I gotta go. Wait, I thought... That's another one, like, we talk about with Misery, that it's it's not, like, out of this world possibility. It's not, like, like that could happen. Like, you could get that phone call and... serial killer movie, yeah. Yeah, man. And it's like, ooh. And it was so much more graphic, which I love Mm -hmm. that. I love the gore and graphic, like, slicing her boyfriend's guts open it definitely and, set yeah. the scene for the movie yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the cool thing I liked about it was that you know you had Drew Barrymore at the beginning which she at was that huge time, at she was time. a huge yeah. actress yeah, she was. and then she's dead yeah, yeah. She, didn't, she didn't have her long on there but so we just kind of that's one of the things it was like if we'll kill off Drew Barrymore yeah yeah, it's like Game of Thrones kind of mentality of like you know like right, gonna, right when you think you're gonna love exactly. Ned Stark <laughs> exactly he's gone he's gone yep. yep I'm gonna push you back in that camping <laughs> chair right now don't you Talk about Ned. As low as I am right now, it'd be impossible. <laughs> um, but Wes, Cra- Wes Craven. Yep. The yeah, director, what, yeah. Well, yeah, he's... he is, is. Would you consider him the king of, of horror, the films? horror films? Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to I also. mean, yeah, I mean, I just... I like how there's a lot of um, Nightmare on Elm Street references in mm-hmm. the movie, too. Like, she mentions it yeah, a couple times. times. And um, they had to resubmit it to the MPAA, like five or six times because they wanted to rate it in C-17. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, yeah. holy cow. Well, what was so cool also, it's like it encapsulated that time period, like 96, like the guys worked at a movie store, like a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, that was, and that's where all of their references came from, their motivations, basically, their motives yeah. to commit these murders, which was, I mean, it was... Mm-hmm. There was like the cast was huge too, like yeah. I mean, David Arquette, well, Nev Campbell, man. Nev Campbell, yeah, Nev Campbell yeah. was my that was my crush. Nev Campbell, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nev nice. Campbell, well, she was, my girl. was the one that kept she she um, she's Sydney. Oh, what do you mean? She's the one who kept the franchise. Yeah, she kind of kept kept. Did she go all of them? She, she, I think her so. and Courtney Cox. I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I remember uh, Linda Blair had a cameo actress. Oh wow. yeah. um, Henry Henry Winkler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was a principal, I think. Yep. Oh yeah, he was right. the Fonz man. The yeah, Fonz. the Fonz. He was the prince. Hey. But talking about the scene, I, wait, I think was he? The, yeah, he was the prince. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I do remember one scene. He opens up a closet looking for something, and the leather jacket is in the closet, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like there's little things like that through the entire film. That makes it. Yeah, that makes it. Yeah, cherished. Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But the egg. The scene you're talking about is so effective, not only because I mean he hangs her. It's, yeah, at the she end. Found, like hanging, and her yeah. parents find her. Yeah, yeah. This the part of that scene I love the most though is that she sees her parents coming in the house oh. after she's stabbed, and she's trying to yell. Yeah, but he's got her, He's cut her throat. 
Well, he had choked. I think he no, another. He, he ended up so he stabbed her first, and yeah. he got on top of her, and you can hear it. Like I even I was wondering exactly about this, and I rewatched it yesterday mm-hmm. to figure this out, and you can hear the knife going into her throat. Oh, when he comes okay, in, okay. And so she has her throat cut. See, I wasn't sure about that either. Stabbed, I thought maybe it was she stabbed her in the chest. Okay, and that's why she couldn't talk. She's like. 30 feet away from him. Yep. Yeah. So you can hear her say, help, or, you know, something yeah. like that, this raspy thing. And yeah. then when they pick up the phone, because they see this, the, the whole house oh, is yeah. in shambles. Like, there's a big fight yeah. in the scene. And uh, they pick up the phone to, like, kind of figure out what's going on. And they can hear her being, like, fighting for life, being drugged away. The mom hears it. Oh, yeah, because she has the phone. Yeah, That's she right. has the phone in her hand still as he's dragging her away right before she, he kills her. It, that was a. I mean, that's an intense yeah, scene. It, it's it's awesome. As far as like a teen slasher, it definitely set the... Uh, Especially 96. Staging. I was 11 when that came out. Golly. I guess I was 13. I was 15. Yeah. I'm the old one. Man. Yeah, that's a good one. Scream. Uh, scream. What I got next? <laughs> what I got next? Hey, do that again? The scream. <laughs> it's not how... It's not how... Good. It's not how scream. <laughs> no, it's not. Get out of here. Uh, I'm gonna go with the fly for my next one. Ooh, that's a good pick. Um, I love that you picked this because I almost yeah, chose this. I, I did too. So I was. You're talking well, about the '80s fly. Yes, so the yeah, '80s okay. fly. Yeah. Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis. Mm, um, yes. Mm, oh yes, yes. Mm. Um, he, I was 14 when I first saw this movie, and <laughs> I wasn't that young. So. It, this is one again that I've only seen one time, and you know I've seen it like on TV and stuff, like bits and pieces later but like I watched it the, the the actual movie once when I was 14 and man I and not only was it horrifying the whole movie was but it was such good acting oh yeah in, in the whole, I mean you have Jeff Goldblum you know obviously he's one of the best and I thought Gina Davis did a fantastic job came out in 86 86 yeah okay. 1986 um and it's just, you know, just a synopsis. The scientist, uh, played by Jeff Goldblum, invents a teleportation device. He tries, when he tries it on himself, a house fly gets in it, and their DNA crosses, and he ends up gradually turning into, you see him turning into a fly. And the it's amazing, the makeup and the props and the aesthetic. I miss it. I'm so tired of CGI. Yeah, I mean practical effects are the way to go. It's some of the most horror especially. It's some of the most sickening things I've ever seen in movies like in in just him turning into the to the fly. Where our greatest creations meet our deepest fears. Something went wrong Seth. When you went through something went wrong. You are about to go beyond that limit. weird hairs that were growing out of your back I, I had them analyzed but they were definitely not human if you saw how scared and angry and desperate he is I'm sure Typhoid Mary was a very nice person too when you saw her socially no. you're afraid to be destroyed and recreated aren't you you're changing Seth everything about you is changing oh no what's happening to me am I dying uh, Chris Wallace Inc. Uh, won the Oscar for the uh, makeup and, really yeah that's so deserving. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I mean, it, fantastic. And the scene. So the scene that I'm thinking about is Ugh. Gina Davis is giving birth to Jeff Goldblum's kid, and so it's like a normal birth at first. It's like you know the doctors are there and like the nurses are all in the in the room and there and she's you know of course breathing and and kind of screaming you know grunting because she's having a baby. Well, 
when the baby, you don't see the baby come out, but you because you're looking at Gina Davis's face and the people around her, their faces just all turn to this sickening, like huge, like they're they're they're, they're they can't believe what they're seeing, and the doctor pulls away and he's holding this giant writhing maggot, which, <laughs> and it, it's amazing so looking gross. because because I went back and watched it uh, a couple nights ago just to make sure I knew what I was seeing. And it was just this big, it was a man, he was holding it and he just couldn't. A larva. It was a larva. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, That's so nasty. It, it was like, so legit. gross looking, man. The and, entire movie is like that. Yeah, yeah, well, is. the scene in that movie that really like comes to mind for me is when he's doing the transition. He starts losing his fingernails. Yes, that is oh, like yeah, yeah, that oh, is yeah. my. He kills his nails off, doesn't he? <gasps> yes, he yeah. has to. They're like starting to fall, and he peels them off. Oh my god! He starts losing. Yeah, when he starts losing body parts and that. Uh, and the, just the the way they did like the the peeling. Uh, yeah, it's just the the way they did the makeup was makeup effects very deserving of an Oscar. But when you, yeah, when she gives birth to the to the maggot, basically that makes was, me nauseous. Like honestly, yeah, I did. mean, not even like just saying oh, it makes me nauseous. That literally makes me nauseous thinking about that film. Yeah, like I've seen it. I've seen it one time because I own it. I, mm-hmm. I've, I, I watched it because I had seen it unedited You're a huge before Golden that. Fan too. Yeah, and it's so disgusting. I mean, because mm-hmm. flies are disgusting anyway. But yeah. I mean, imagine that. Turning into yeah, like, yeah. He had he has a acid vomit. Yeah, yeah, he does have the acid vomit because he does acid. He uh he like melts a lady's face with it or something. And, and poor Gina Davis yeah. is like girlfriend or wife of the year in that one because she <laughs> like hangs with him. She man. She's taking care man. of this nasty dude. Oh my god. Uh, David Cronenberg uh, was the director. He did uh, yes. Scanners, which was an earlier film mm-hmm. that he was kind of known for. But that's the one where the guy's head blows up, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I I changed that last minute because I was thinking about. I was like, I sh- we're, we're doing moments that scared us, and that I was like, I have to put that in there because that that moment where she, the when all the again when all the nurses' faces looked at this thing that she just gave birth to, and then you see it, you're like, oh, nope. So one just practical, like you said, practical effects. I mean, yes. that was untouchable. I mean, yeah. that's what I think of when I think of like practical horror things. Because mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, Second to none. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like five or six pounds of prosthetics. Like on him. I remember listening to the director's commentary. But <laughs> That's I mean, so it's crazy. Just, just awesome. on like on his face, it was insane. But um, We're just something about that, like you, know, they give it texture, like a wetness mm-hmm. that you just can't really replicate with CGI yet. Like his, they haven't gotten there. And yeah, it, I remember in the director's commentary too. They talk about um, the scene where his ear falls off. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like yeah. Gina Davis didn't know that was going to happen, <laughs> but they kept the cut. Right, because they her, kept her reaction. Because it was a pure reaction, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Great movie, disgusting mm-hmm. movie, but great movie. Yes. Um, my next pick is from uh, it's from two thousand two. Okay. Dang, <laughs> that was a year for movies, year. man. Yeah. Let me one tell year. you, uh, one hour photo with Robin Williams. <sighs> oh, R.I.P. I know, yeah. man. Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't talk about him. I'll tell I know. You. <laughs> uh, well, you got the. Um, the Robin... Uh, yeah, I'm about a quarter of a way into that. I didn't touch yeah. <laughs> Have I, either one of y'all seen One Hour Photo? I, when it came out. I don't yeah. remember much I, about I saw it on TV. Yeah. I didn't... It, well, there's a particular scene. I call it Blood Eyes. That's the scene I'm thinking of and that I'm going to talk about. But One Hour Photo is about a, a one hour photo tech um, yeah. by the name of Cy Parrish. Um, he becomes obsessed with the family <clears throat> that's been coming in and out of the store that he works in, like ever since our kid was born. Mm-hmm. Like, so he kind of grew up with the family through their photos, which right. 
That probably happened. I mean, that probably happened. I mean, well, you, and that's you, a, you had your regulars that came in, and you know, and the you fact of the matter is, they look at your pictures. Yeah, and and then I mean, that's a thing that doesn't happen now. But you have to understand, like these people doing your photos, they may, if you're a regular customer, they may grow to, you may have a friendship there, and you know, it's not. All but out. wasn't didn't he cling to them because he was lacking a family unit? That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's basically, the whole point. He wanted he wanted that. Yes, yeah. I mean, you find out later in the movie, like near the end, like he had a really messed up childhood. Mm-hmm. So he saw like this perfect family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they had a kid. They seemed perfect. They had a gorgeous house, mm-hmm. perfect marriage, and he becomes obsessed with them. Um, yeah. And he kind of gets into this maniacal state and he lashes out once he finds out that it's not a perfect marriage that the husband is cheating on his wife yeah he finds out through pictures um because apparently the girl that the husband is cheating with has some pictures developed of him (laughs) doing things (laughs) and i'm like why would you get that made yeah well i don't know why anyway yeah his performance is so great in this film i mean it's like he he has that heartbreaking Mm -hmm. maniacal demeanor about him in this movie that you can't you feel sorry for him but yeah at the same but he's time, also so insane. creepy yeah yeah um oof. i know it, like there's a scene where they show his living room or it pans back in his living room and he has like probably three or four thousand pictures yeah on his wall okay from the family like, like over the years of, yeah and the film like does such a great job of like just representing his life and the loneliness that he has in his life. Like, there's no color in his life mm-hmm. throughout the entire film. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a scene of him standing in his kitchen drinking a cup of coffee. Everything's white. Everything he has on is white. And it's just most depressing, you know... <laughs> it's like the coldest-looking... 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It, they do a really great job of just getting it out there that he just... He has nothing, and he lives his life through this family, pretty much. Um... After he finds out that they're not a perfect family, that the husband's cheating on his wife, he has a nightmare. And it's him standing in the uh, convenience store that he works at, where the one-hour photo station's in. And everything's whited out. Mm-hmm. Once again, he's wearing all white. There's, like, this really, like, angelic-sounding music playing in the background. <laughs> it's really weird. And the camera, like, slowly zooms in on him. It gets right up to his face. There's probably a five-second pause. His eyes open. His eyes are, like, bloodshot red. And then blood just starts pouring out of his eyes. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just really quick. Like, you don't see it coming at all. And he's screaming, and then he wakes up from the nightmare. Hmm. That yeah. was so jarring in the theater. Yeah. Oh, I bet the theater was... Yeah, because, I mean, it goes from such a nice little... uh, Like I said, the music in the background helped a lot. It tricks you a little bit. Yeah, because you didn't really know (laughs) what was about to happen. But um, just a really disturbing scene. And it was one of his best roles, I think. Yeah, he had that classic, like, Robin Williams... He's playing... You know, at first especially, he's playing like a, a... Trying to portray a happy guy. But he has that undercurrent of sadness to him. Ooh, why does this seem so real? Yeah, I, I know, it's like, right? It's kind of creepy in that way. That, yeah, you know, it's terrible that that actually. Yeah, but you know, you see it in other roles too. Like you know, when he played um, 
what's his name from Patch the, Adams guy? Well, that yeah, that yeah. that one's a good and one. the Goodwill Hunting, Goodwill Hunting, his character in that. It's like it's <laughs> this of, was in the heart of the era where he he was trying to well, he did prove that he's not just a comedic. Oh, he guy. he was like, a he, phenomenal. He was actor. able to transition. This was just another. He had, yeah, I mean, he had touched on it even earlier in his career, but this mm-hmm. from like two thousand to two thousand like five ish or something. Did a bunch of movies. Did he win anything for this? Not for this. I think he should have. Yeah. I mean, I think it yeah, was he an Oscar definitely should have gotten something. for sure. Um, well, we've discussed how many other great movies came out that year. Oh, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But I think I think the dream represents like just his like the sadness and like the overbearing pain that he feels from doing it. I mean, his everything that he's seen or known mm-hmm. has been completely. Ugh. It's like hard imitates life, you know. Man. I mean, yeah. it's. So Ugh. it's a great movie. If you've never seen One Hour Photo, I highly recommend it. It's it's now I gotta rewatch it. Yeah, it's, re-watch it's great. It. It's a horror movie. I guess it'd be a horror movie. I mean, would, it, would you say it's a horror I would psychological say it's a thriller. thriller? Psychological thriller. Yeah. That's, that's a, thriller. a good one. But at the same time, it has a lot of horror aspects of it. But well, you, and it has well, the, a little bit of a jump scare there. I mean, you're horrified the by the blood eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll work. take you back. Yeah. But if you want to watch something maybe for Halloween that's kind of in that genre that doesn't have demons or ghosts or yeah. anything, mm-hmm. it's definitely one to check out. So. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Woo. What is uh, your Chris, last one? Here? My last one is uh, another M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, it's a recent one, 2015, The Visit, which is it's underrated. It's an underrated movie. It's, it's not it's great. Cool. It's mm-hmm. not. A, it's not like I want to put it as the classic yeah. uh, horror movie. But there's like aspects of this uh, film that are. I mean, it real. Like I got goosebumps thinking about it. There's <laughs> this, like creepy. Like so the there's these two kids. Yeah. Another thing. Let me say something about the kids. Child actors sometimes in roles can portray themselves as older than what they actually are, yeah. like uh, emotionally, and that annoys me to no end. And these kids did not do that, and I was like so thankful. That's it made cool. the movie tolerable because I'm I'm very weary of child actors and that and well, that they acted like children. Yeah, yeah they right. act like children, which I love that. Like, yeah. So there's these two kids, and I guess uh, they're trying to go visit their grandparents, but the mom like cut off ties with the grandparents years and years ago before she had the kids. So they've never met the grandparents. Yeah. And, uh, so the mom finally agrees to let him go while she goes on vacation. Uh, so they, you know, they can build a relationship with their grandparents. They get there. Something's all wonky. Like they're supposed to FaceTime all the time or something or, you know, video chat. And something happens where it's all wonky. They can never actually, the mom can never see them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, they had to have played that in that way, or the you know the whole movie would have been given away. Because it turns out, spoiler alert, yeah, the grandparents were some crazy people that escaped from a, a sane asylum, and it wasn't really her, pa- you know, the grandparents. It right. wasn't really so. But what? What happened, Mom? Get in the car and come right now. Do you know how long that would take my car, Rebecca? Mom, trust me, there's something wrong with Nana and Papa. I'm telling you, you need to come and pick us up tonight. Where are they now? They're out, they're outside in the chicken coops. They won't see you. Becca, t- t- I kept telling Becca something was wrong, didn't I? And Becca, Tyler. Nana walks around at night with a knife. And Papa and, and, and Pop had a gun in his mouth. Tyler. I think he was trying to hurt himself. Becca, Tyler, babies. I-, I need you to listen to me very carefully. Those aren't your grandparents. Yeah. yeah, and but the one specific, or the whole movie, it's like them 
kind of figuring out something's off, you know, and mm, they go from yeah. being elated and seeing grandma, grandpa to being like, I want to go home. And, but there's this one scene that's like the tipping point to where you like something crazy's going on is they're play, kind of playing hide and go seek. And they have like the Blair Witch kind of thing to it where they've got a video camera yeah. and they go underneath, you know, those houses that are lifted up and they have like that under storage, crawl space, crawl yeah, space under there that across the whole house. And they're yeah. like underneath there and they're playing. Well, first mistake. You see in the background Don't play this like blurry figure, and you know it's not the little brother, and you know it's not the girl. Yeah, and you're like, what is that? And it starts coming up, and you see it's the grandma, and the way she's freaking moving, oh. it's like it. Oh. It is really fast. It's really yeah. fast, and her head's bobbing. Uh. I think she's saying stuff like, "I'm gonna get you," and it's just <laughs> it's oh, something about it that's like. That is eerie. It's grandma, eerie because grandmas don't off. move like that. Like no, grandma, don't do that. you've lost your flexibility a while ago, grandma. <laughs> like you're not crawling around on all fours, like running on all fours. Oh, like it was, horrible. yeah. So that that is my last pick. It's not like the, you know, to summarize all my picks, they're not my favorite horror movies, but like these moments, really, like, they made an impact. Yeah, like yeah. these these things are like, ooh, oh, for sure. like that was some rough stuff. That's one of my favorite. I mean, M Night Shyamalan, he always has like mm. the big twist, but I I love the reveal. Mm-hmm. That because she finally, I don't remember how it how they get the webcam working or something, but they finally get it working. Yeah, and they're telling their mom through like um, FaceTime or whatever. You know, grandma's acting weird or there, and she's like, "Well, let me see what they're doing." And she shows it to them, or she shows her mom. They're you know the grandparents on the camera. Mm-hmm. They're outside, and that's when like they bring it back, and they're like, "Yeah, they're acting weird." The mom's like. Those aren't, Those aren't your grandparents. Yeah. So that's near the end of the movie. Oh. So the first time you see that and heard that, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> okay. I mean, the whole movie, they're doing like weird stuff. Like the gr- grandma, she's, uh, what do they call older senile people that don't sleep? Uh, yeah. There's a term for it. I can't remember. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And that's what she is. And she's like wandering around at night and they're like, you know, not allowed to leave their room at night. Yeah. You know, because of. And she walked around happen. like naked or something. She walks around naked. <laughs> oh. She's like clawing at the door. It was ugh. throwing and up and there's, stuff. That was uh. I'm telling you, it's under people don't like it. I think IMDb DB has it listed at like six point two stars, which I is think it's good. It's yeah. I think it's really good too. It brought his career back too. Mm-hmm. Shyamalan, because I mean he had been through like some really crappy yeah. films <laughs> leading up to that. So what was it the village, his big bust? I like no, that wasn't really. I like see I like the village, which but like um, that's so disappointing. Um, Avatar, the Last Airbender, or whatever. Like, oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. that was like the huge. Yeah, and then uh, After Earth with Will Smith and the Sun. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that looked like crap. Poor Shyamalan. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, Shyamalan. Well, uh, all right. So for my last pick, it's I the, laughed when I saw this. By the way, because it is scary. It's, it's I've it's never seen this. It's a four. We'll, we'll it's watch a four it. Four minute this. video. It's a four minute video. It's a short film called Lights Out. Uh, it was in 2013, came out. Um, it's from Sweden, and it's like three to four minutes, directed by David F. Sandberg. Never heard of him. And it's 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 one of the most basic, scary things that you can think of. It's basically the dark. And so it shows this woman, uh, she's, she's by herself in her home, and she's going to bed. She's dressed, you know, she's got her shirt, nightshirt on, and, and she's, uh, you know, coming out of the bathroom, going to her bedroom. And so she turns the hallway light off. Well, when she turns it off, there's a figure in the end of the hallway. 
just like a dark outline of a figure. And she so she turns the light back on, and there's nothing. So she turns it back off. There's figure again down at the end of the hole. I think I have seen this. She turns it back on. She does it several times, and then at the last time she does it, the figure's right there. Yeah. And you can't really tell what it looks like. You just know it's right there. And she she clicks the thing on real quick, and now she's kind of scared. She's like, okay, so she tapes the thing. Anyway, it's that's that's the jump scare right there to me. And then it, it progresses later, and she you finally see the monster, and it's really di- disturbing. And <laughs> and the monster itself turns the light out again. <laughs> and it's yeah, that's the end of it. Oh my god! <laughs> isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? God, that is creepy. Yeah, watch how it turns out the light. Oh, you don't see it, but yeah, it's because. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's the end of the film. It's yeah, it's like three and a half minutes, and um, I don't know where I saw this for. I just saw. I it sent on, it to you. I, oh, that was I you. specifically right. remember sending this to that's you. Going, right. hey, watch this. And I was like, and I was so mad at you. I was like, I don't remember what I texted you. Was they probably. ended up making a actual like full length movie out of this? I think. Oh, they did. Yeah, I think it was just something yeah. small. But um, well, it was. Date, the, the director David uh, Sandberg he did like a bunch of short films yeah but he also um, he directed one of the Annabelle movies recently and uh, hmm. the movie Shazam oh okay. yeah I've heard that's really good Shazam actually, actually I haven't seen, seen it, it. Yeah, I've you heard it. see it we saw it at uh, Derek's place yeah when he had the kids over and uh I we watched about the first two thirds of it and it was fantastic. Yeah, I heard I was, it's, it's I, awesome. I, I want to watch the end of it. Like it's, it's one of the better DC films. Yeah, so. it's really really good. That's a good pick though. Yeah, that's, that's legit scary. It's like hey, yeah. Well, that that <laughs> demon or whatever. That, <laughs> yeah, it's. I think the the but the scare to me the scariest the jump part was the the the, the thing oh, popping yeah. up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. Um, Woo, and no. the anticipation, you know what's coming. Yeah, exactly. You know what's coming. That's yeah. what that gets me all the time is the anticipation of the jump, <laughs> more than the actual jump itself. Yeah. Well, she gets under the she gets under the blankets at one point during the short, and <laughs> to me, that's I don't know. There's something about knowing that something's entering your room mm-hmm. and you're under the you're blankets, under the blankets, but you know, there's no protection. It's just blankets, you know. And you know you're gonna have to see at some point Jesus. what it is. F that. <laughs> I would just grab a gun and start shooting under the blanket <laughs> out. <laughs> Hope I hit something. Brent, it's me. Yelling, it's yeah. Nerf or nothing. And shooting Nerf guns at this <laughs> yeah. imaginary monster. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it was a good list, guys. I yeah, it was good. Good, good yeah. picks. Good picks. It was tough. That was a tough one. Well, I mean, you got any like, honorable mentions? Just real quick, like the titles. I mean, just handfuls. But, uh, yeah. So, you guys have ever watched the classic Evil Dead? Yes. Mm. Uh, so, Ash's girlfriend. Uh, I think her name's Jane, something like that. Well, she turns, uh, she gets possessed or whatever, you know, whatever's going on in that film, but she, it, it happens to her specifically in yeah. an extreme manner, and he is seeing her change, and it looks very similar to what you just showed me, but uh, she's got, like, baby doll makeup, and her eyes are rolled up in the back oh, of her head, yeah. and she's, like, screaming, laughing hysterically at him, and that's a scene specifically, it's like, she's just laughing mm-hmm. and he can't take it and he friggin backhands her yeah, <laughs> and yeah. classic evil dead like ass yeah, yeah. you know that's that's why that is such a great oh, cult classic but like that's a really that is a really good scene mm-hmm. and even the remake the whole tree i was about to say the remake was pretty good actually. i liked it. i saw that yeah. one in theaters i enjoyed it and i actually before i saw the remake i saw the first one for the first time so when the remake came out, it was a big hoopla, and I was like, "All right, I guess I gotta, yeah, yeah, I gotta watch Finally it." Finally watch yeah, it, yeah, and I, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed both of them. That's awesome. I'm really surprised that like 
none of us listed more classics, like as mm-hmm. far as like classics of the classics, uh, like n- like Psycho, yeah. yeah, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, and it's not necessarily the shower scene that's so famous. It's uh, at the end where you see Norman Bates dressed up as his mom, yeah. like that's yeah. creepy. Like that's a whole creepy that's thing. A whole other thing. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, The Shining. None of us brought up The Shining, but that's what that's I, what I said. I it's intentionally like, didn't because everybody that. does. Because, yeah, I yeah. was like, everybody's yeah. gonna say, you know, the bathtub scene in mm-hmm. The Shining, yeah. or you know, Red Rum, or uh, well, that's why I replaced. Yeah. Um, the Freddy Krueger scene where he slashes up the girl and the boyfriend's watching, and, and that's why I replaced Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's like, but I mean, that scared the mm-hmm. piss out of me when I was little. And my, it was actually so language. I know, right? Um, it was so urine. I think that was the one that I think my mom or stepmom, one of them, got mad that my dad let me watch because I was I had nightmares about it. I learned to wake myself up from nightmares because I had a babysitter that let me watch Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like five. <laughs> yeah, I was and, about yeah, I was about and five. I, you know, I, I, I don't know why I love horror because I, I was tormented. I'm talking <laughs> for years by Freddy Krueger. Oh, me too. And what's so bad about him but is he's fun. getting you in your dreams and you're dreaming about him. You're, like, no, 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 no. You just can't. Uh, uh, yeah. So I literally learned to be like, okay, I'm dreaming. I need to wake up. And I remember like trying to force my eyes to open up. Mm. That's mm. pretty crazy. That's There's a couple movies. I mean, I you know, like I said, I wanted to put stuff that's not necessarily like one hour photo. You don't really, mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, you really hear not... that on many lists. But that was a scary scene to me. But um, the xenomorph in the uh, the air shaft in uh, the first Alien. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about when yeah, Dallas is exactly in there. Yeah, about. messed me <laughs> up because he has the. It's not a flamethrower. Yeah, it is a flamethrower. I think. I think it is a flamethrower. But he has something, and he's you know looking. Then he turns, and the xenomorph is like a foot away from him. Screws well, the, me up. The alien in general has. I mean, you can list four or five just from that movie. Like the first time you see the, the chest, ba- the chest yeah. one, yeah. and talk about great effects, man. They're, yeah, no, well, yeah. That's What's well, one of the thing. scariest movie monsters ever, yeah. in my opinion? Mm-hmm. I think the xenomorph is horrifying. Uh, the movie The Witch. Have you seen The Witch? No, but it's, ah, I think it's well, on Netflix or one of them. I've just seen it. might it. be on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend watching it. All it's right, one of the best horror movies I've seen in the past decade. Nice. Really? really, yeah. Wow. So I'll, I won't tell you the scary scene on that because watch it. It's definitely mm-hmm. worth watching. Um, but there's several scenes in that. Uh, As Above, So Below. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. It's it's about this people that go to the Paris catacombs and they find a portal to hell. Oh, <laughs> they they go straight there. Oh. Um, there's a scene during the end of that where they're like in hell apparently, and like there's like these random demon creatures, but they're like it's it's practical effects. There's mm-hmm. people just like with these giant hoods on, and it's so simple, but it's so well done that it just messes you up for the rest yeah. of the night. But uh, there's a lot of movies. I mean, they're, they're well, you know, it's another one that I mean, it, I'm almost embarrassed to bring it up, but I thought it was really I have good. One that's embarrassing. Is uh, Go 47 meters down the Manny Moore diving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, that is I a heard that was scary. Yeah. Listen, I was in the Navy. Yeah. And I was in the Navy for nine years, and I've been on big boats. And there's something about knowing what is not knowing. You don't know what's underneath down there. you. Yeah, yeah. Is petrifying and when you're stuck down at the bottom like they were with the no lights and they're flat i mean there's i mean it's the ocean period is frightening yeah yeah it is there's part of the ocean i mean there's so many parts that we've never seen we don't know what's down there thank you to jaws for this by the way jaws is the reason why we all have this jaws completely messed me up yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. but you don't know what's down there nope you never know perfect example is like i grew up we were talking about this earlier like in the keys and i was snorkeling around Mm. and uh all of a sudden, a manatee 
swam up like to the side and like under me, which is super cool. Like anybody who's a diver or snorkel would be like yeah. geeking out over this. Mm-hmm. And I was, but what resonated with me after that was like, if that slow sea cow can sneak up by me <laughs> yeah. and just, and I didn't know it was there until it was under me. It was the size of like a VW bug. Yeah, like it's, it, it's, it's monstrous. Huge. Just, just kind of slowly go up by, by me. And I didn't know until it was right below me. What else is hunting what, me? What else? Like, is what around? else is there? And ever since then, it's been, I've been kind of hands off the ocean. Knee deep. That's knee it. deep's not even safe, man. I watch <laughs> no. Shark Week every year. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even safe. <laughs> What's your embarrassing one? Uh, when I was a kid, my mom loved the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Oh, and Demi I Moore. love that one. Um, it's a good a movie. movie. It's actually a pretty decent movie. But the part that I, well, as a kid, I was eight years old. You know, it's when can I guess? Kid, yeah, is it in the subway? Where he's learning to be a ghost. No, no, no. Oh, that, man, that I guy actually liked that out. part. I, I liked thought it that too. was cool. Yeah. But because uh, the guy was like, uh, the ghost was upset because he wanted a cigarette and he couldn't smoke a cigarette. <laughs> he was so bummed out. Anyway, but um, I like the the part that scared me when I was a kid was when the the bad guy, whatever his name is, died and the demons like came and drug him to hell. Mm. It was like those oh, shadow yeah, demons. I remember. I was like, yeah. That's real. For a non-horror flick, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. It was like, especially when you're younger. But the <laughs> Ghost is a great movie. Ghost, I thought it was pretty Another R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. Man. I thought about a non-horror movie that had a scary moment. Uh, it was Lord of the Rings, actually. Well, yeah. Have you seen Lord of the... Yeah, I've seen Okay, uh, remember Fellowship of the Ring with Bilbo? He's talking to Frodo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when he, like... His face, yeah, like... changes to Gollum, almost. Yeah, he kind of has the moment where, like, the ring overtakes him because yep. he's been carrying the ring for so yeah, long. Yeah, that, that was a jump for everybody in the that was the definition of a jump scare because mm-hmm. it came out of nowhere. Well, especially because you don't think it's going to happen in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, you, you're thinking of, like, oh, uh, 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 Bilbo and... Give me or do it, Rivendell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rivendell. Rivendell. It's beautiful. I'm going to build a name. I have the extended edition over there. You need to watch it. Uh, four did. hours, just the first one. I ain't got that time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get into the Friday Five Picks. Yes. Uh, Chris, did you have a... Did you... Add a couple. I did add a couple. Okay, cool. um, let's um, we'll do yours. Yeah, let's, we'll do let's, his first. let's start off with yours first, and then we'll kind of just. So what do you? I, I only added two. Yeah. Okay, uh, and it says Friday Five list, so I don't know if that means five or does that mean just your list of the Friday Five. So just um, five total. Yeah, we, uh, I only listed two. So just do, if yeah, you don't mind you me, re- list my two. So sure. my favorite horror genre guy is Rob Zombie mm-hmm. and uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. And Devil's Rejects is my all-time favorite. Like oh. Captain Spaulding, I was him for Halloween a couple years ago. It was awesome. <laughs> Halloween like, Horror Nights this year has a uh, yeah Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights. Oh my god, I miss being in Florida for Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights. Ghostbusters. This oh, year. that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, go. Scare zones, man. Those yeah. things are great. And uh, but the, he's got a sequel, which I'm skeptical of because I don't know how you follow the ending of getting shot the heck up Bonnie and Clyde style mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. On, in Devil's Rejects to Three from Hell, which is the sequel, and apparently they survive. Oh, okay. And, you know, it's we'll, we'll see. We'll see we'll what see. happens. It just came out. I think it came out September 16th. Yeah. And nice. uh, But I haven't really heard much about it. Like, I follow Rob Zombie, so he had a lot of like build-up to it, but I haven't heard any other buzz, mm-hmm. so that kind of makes me worrisome. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one is not horror-related at all, but uh, Dave Chappelle's new stand-up on Netflix. I've done, I've got to watch. I need Sticks to watch and Stones. It, yeah. it is fantastic. And I, I mean, if you guys are anything like me that you just are tired of the PC yeah. culture or whatever, he goes full on attack. And it doesn't matter. Like the thing about what's great about Dave Chappelle is 
It doesn't matter, like, if you're a white guy, a black guy, a gay person, mm-hmm. lesbian. Everybody has a moment where you're cringing uncomfortably. <laughs> That's awesome. What's yeah. your first one? Well, I just have one. It's the uh, Midway movie trailer. Uh, you know, I do movie trailers a lot. You know, um, and this one looks really good. It's about the Battle of Midway, of course. Uh, it starts out, I think, at Pearl Harbor, um, but then it's talking about the guys that, um, you know, Midway was probably the pivotal battle in the Pacific World War II, and uh, it looks really good. It's got uh, it's got some people you might recognize in there, I think, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Rob Zombie. Yes. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, and uh, I think it's, uh, it's coming out in November, I believe. So, yeah, nice. Check that out. The last two are my picks. Uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. We talked about that a little bit in another Friday Five, but they confirmed recently that they're going to have like all of the Marvel animated series on yeah. it, which I yeah. marked out huge on that because <laughs> they're bringing back Spider Man '94. Yep. Which oh, that gosh. was my that was series back in the day. Yes. Dude, I think it's '96. X Men's going to be on there too. Mm. That that cartoon series. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Gonna be sweet. Uh, X-Men Evolution. I wonder if they're going to put that on there. That's a good series, too. Um, but yeah, um, the pretty short-lived Iron Man cartoon series is going to be on there, which is really good. Wow. But yeah, pretty much any Marvel animated series is going to be on there. Uh, the, the other one is... i got to go check this out. This uh, this, yeah, I saw this and I was I laughing. Hop, I was laughing. So Hi Hop is promoting the new Adam's Family cartoon. <laughs> And they have an Adam's Family menu. The menu is shaped like a coffin. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm in just based on that. That's so great. They have uh, webbed pancakes that are topped with cupcake <laughs> icing <laughs> and Hershey's chocolate, which, holy crap. It's, it's that a sounds dessert. It's a dessert. Horrible. I don't want any But amazing at the same time. Um, Morticia's Haunted Hot Chocolate. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take holy it. Holy crap. All day. And Gomez's green chili olives. <laughs> now, I would like one of you guys to have all three at the same time. No, I was about to say I wanted. I was going to say you should. We should film you eating all of it. Every <laughs> challenge. On there. Yeah, it's I like, think I'd be one of us. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, why? It was your I, pick. I don't know because I'm not. I'm not going to eat that. I'll, I'll die on the spot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah good picks. Good yeah. Picks. Um, we do want to plug the uh, yes. Blast from Our Past Network that we're a part of. Um, which is Podcasting After Dark, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and Blast From Our Past podcast. Yes. Along with the Friday Food podcast. Yay. That's so cool, guys. I mean, that's... Yeah, I well, fit. Congratulations. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I, was, I, think so. I was very pretty excited cool. uh, about that. So. It's a lot of fun. I mean, we have some stuff planned. We're going to kind of crisscross into each other's shows. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's going well. It's going good. So, uh, I thought it was a good episode. It's a good way to start off the old Fright Fest. I thought it was some good picks, some uh, non-conventional picks, mm-hmm. like stuff that you don't hear on every list. And, uh... Yeah. I think our insight is second to none. <laughs> Especially. We, we're the non-experts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, mm. People are going to be like, I'm not watching any of those movies just because. It's <laughs> just they because those them. guys, they don't sound like they do. Watch one hour photo. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, thank you to Chris for coming in. And, Dude, thanks uh, a lot. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah seriously. Really this was fun. We're going to have to have you back. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. come back anytime. Really. Sweet. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? Yeah, uh, I was a little well, nervous. We're big, That's all right. We're big recording. I'm guys. not a talker. Not a talker. <laughs> yeah, no. That's that's the, it's fun though, right? Oh, it's a lot of fun. hanging out and, and I am a talking talker. about whatever. Yeah, I am a massive talker. talker. Yeah. Well, come back anytime, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, we man. can I appreciate um, it. 
Yeah, we definitely have to come we'll have figure come something out. Some stuff, and now this is the part of the show we never know how to close. We don't ever know how to close. Like it's the worst thing about us. I was thinking about pushing you back in your chair, <laughs> and just closing it right on that. No, but is that uh, Mickey Mouse. You Ooh. just did. Yeah, I don't know. This is normal <laughs> voice. But happy Halloween. Happy uh, Halloween. Uh, well, this is the first. Well, look, it's already Halloween. All right, this is the today beginning. is. Yeah, it's a month of Halloween. <laughs> You're just uh, making it a whole month. Yes, I love it. Yes, I'm, I'm not upset it. with it. All right, guys, we'll be back with another uh, Halloween themed episode. And until then, go get scared with some movies. See ya. Go watch some films, Eric. <laughs> no. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.